Warning, you are about to enter another dimension. Things may get strange, things may be weird. Prepare for the unexpected. Greetings all. It is Nathan, Quad D20 with Dimension 119. Back at it again for another episode. And you guys and gals and everything in between and all of you other beings get to listen to me ramble whilst I clean. Because I had to do some other errands so I haven't been able to record until now. And now that I'm back home, I need to clean up my house before I can do anything else. And I will not have time to clean afterwards. So please excuse the uh, background noise that you'll hear while I'm moving around and cleaning. Shouldn't be too bad. Not planning on vacuuming or anything like that um, while I record, because that would just be asinine. So um, you just may hear things clinking around as I open doors. And uh, for instance, now I'm fixing to clean the litter box. So you may hear the sound of me sifting litter. Yay! Love cleaning litter boxes, so much fun. Sarcasm, by the way, in case, uh, in case that didn't come through. Um, I just want to do a kind of update um, episode again. Um, full disclosure, I uh, completely forgot that today was podcasting day, to be completely honest. And, you know, I said I would be honest with this on this podcast. Um, I got somewhere, it's been a long week last week. I worked seven days last week and I'm working seven days again this week because of things at work that I'm the only one that can do or one of the only people that can do. And we have a large quantity of what needs to be done to be done. Um, so my, I'm not exactly rested, so my brain is not functioning at full capacity sometimes. Um, doesn't help that I'm got back into Vikings, which we'll, we may cover in a minute. And it's taking away some of my sleep time because I get caught up in watching episodes and, and lose track of time, you know, so there's that. Um. But I had some had to get off work and come back home and take care of um, some kittens that we rescued. I had to bottle feed. It's only we have two of them here, and had to bottle feed them and then go make a payment on something and go take out some cash and make a payment on something. Found out my grandmother is in town, and I get to see her pretty much once a year. And that's around this time during the summer when she's not at the school at her job. So I stayed over there and talked to her a few minutes. Well, while I was getting the cash out at the ATM, I was getting back in my car and I was like, oh no, today's podcast day. And I left my backpack at home with my mic in it. So I'm back at home finally and able to record a little bit and ramble on. And so I don't really have a planned episode today because I drop the ball on that one but I'm trying to get the content out there and do some talking and things like that so we'll just kind of we'll have another we'll do a grab bag episode again I haven't done one of those in a couple weeks so I've got several things um, out there anyways several things that I've been thinking about several things I'm doing you guys need a update on a little bit of progress that I've made on I want to say the shop I haven't really made any progress on the shop, but I've made progress on life in general to be able to start moving closer to making progress on the shop, if that makes sense. Um, so now I just gotta figure out where to start. Let's let's start there, because that's kind of the most important and biggest thing that's de- that has developed right now is, is working on that dream. So I finally got enough money saved up, um, I believe it was last week, to get the electric miter saw that I needed to cut um, the floor planks to lay some more flooring in the house at home. Because I've got to, sorry, I have to scrape the bottom of this sometimes. Because I've got to get some home repairs done before I can 
warrant um, spending a bunch of money on opening this business. Um, I don't really have the space at home to do some of the things that we want to do for the business to get it started. And I don't really have the space at home to, as you guys know, to record and do the quality of recordings that I want to do um, for the podcast because my office is taken. My office is just a tiny bedroom, and it's taking up taken up by the cats as well. So it's not not exactly fun to be in the office for a really long time. So that is why I work as much as I do and do some extra work that I have on the side and and why I record on my phone a lot while I'm driving because this is what we do for now. Um, That being said, I did get the miter saw, so we are one step closer. That's a... trying to hear if my animals are doing something crazy because it sounds like they are. My dogs are outside, so I'm having to listen for them. Um... My, the miter saw is a, you know, I did, of course I didn't get a high-end, super expensive one, but it is a decent size purchase that I had to save up for. And now that I have it, that's, you know, that's the big part other than buying the rest of the flooring and the padding to go underneath. That was the biggest part of the tool part that I had to buy. Um, I've got the other saws that I need to do the finer cuts and and the angled cuts and the shaped cuts and stuff like that um you know for around door jams and and things like that and around air vents and so on and so forth i have those i've had those for about a year um i got the blades for those other saws um last week beginning of this week i can't remember I think it was Saturday. I think I got the la- the blades that I needed for those other saws Saturday. Um, so we're, you know, we're really a couple steps closer. I have uh, some clamps that I need to get. I actually think I have the clamps already um, up in my attic in a big tool chest that I have up there. It's just I don't have a, I don't have a ladder to get in my attic and you got to kind of climb on a chair and hoist yourself up through the attic doorway and it's just a pain so I need to get a ladder and I need to get those clamps and one more hand saw for sawing door jams just in case the flooring it does not clear the door jams I may have to saw off part of that it's just kind of a, a flat door jam saw um, I only had to do that when I did the bedroom in my bedroom in the living room or mine and my wife's bedroom in our living room. I only had to saw one door jam, I think. So. But I do need that saw to do that. So that's the progress we're making on that. I've got a lot of the office cleaned out, probably about half of it. Got a, I've got a bit more cleaning out to do, but I'm just kind of doing that a little bit at a time as I go um, since I have to get the tools and stuff anyways. So there's that. That's where we're at on... on making strides towards the shop it is slowly coming about in that aspect you know getting some house repairs and stuff done getting some things cleaned up taken care of so that i can put a lot of my extra money into the shop Um, i've collected a few more small items uh, for the shop books and movies and things like that Um, i've finished reading a couple of my books let me go check on my animals before I finish this because I hear the green door creaking. Um, I finished reading a couple of books. I'm looking for another book. Um, okay, all the cats, porting cats are inside. Um, this makes me nervous when I hear doors creaking. It makes me think an animal has gotten outside. Um, I have finished, I think, two books in the last couple weeks started another one yesterday or I'm sorry started another one Monday Um, started the Maze Runner series Monday I have two of the four of those books so obviously I'll have to collect the last two to finish the series you know and my books I plan on putting the a large majority of them I don't have a ton I've got like two or three shelves full really I've just got um I think 
I can't, I wouldn't even, sorry, dumping out that, that was probably loud, I apologize. Um, I wouldn't even really dare to guess the number of books I have, it's not a lot, like I said, it's about two or three, uh, not, when I say shelves, I don't mean bookshelf, like full, you know, standing bookshelves, I mean like two shelves on a bookshelf kind of thing, maybe three. Um, some of them probably, so here's a quandary and you know, if someone listens to this before the shop opens and before I get all that put out and wants to give me a suggestion on what they think about this, they can. Um, I have several series and most of, as I was saying, most of my books will, at least in the beginning, go out on the shelves in the shop, or that's the, the plan at least, um, because I want to have a little reading nook um, in the shop. Now, um, if only I can quit saying um so much. Now, I don't, this is where I struggle. And here, water running and wash my hands. This is where I struggle um, right now with what exactly to do on something like that. Because I am very, what's the right word to use here? I don't want to say covetous. I don't think that's the right word. I am very particular about my books. I, I like them to be in good shape. I hate to see a book that hasn't been well taken care of. I, I understand accidents happen. You know, stuff gets dropped. Stuff gets dropped in water. Stuff gets messed up. I get all that. Um, so I understand that. But um, some books you see, you can just tell that someone hasn't taken care of them. And that, that bothers me and bugs me. I try to take good care of my books, especially now. Um, I didn't so much when I was younger, which is kind of what I'm getting at here now with, I have a, I wouldn't say a large collection. I have a um, somewhat decent collection of Hardy Boys books because I used to read them when I was a kid. Heck, I'm working my way through my books now. I'm gonna end up reading them again now. But um, I have a collection of Hardy Boys books um, I have two sets from two different series, the Case Files and then the original regular Hardy Boys books. Um, I've read most of them before, um, so you know I'm rereading in my my bookathon that I'm going through now and trying to reread all my books as pre in preparation for the shop. Um, you know that way I know what I have. Uh, good, I can say uh instead of um now. But all that being said, I'm trying to decide on whether to put the Hardy Boys books out onto the shelves in the shop because they're, for one, you know, some of them are old. Some of them are pretty old. Um, the hardbacks are in relatively good shape and they're doing pretty well for the most part. The paperbacks that I have are in very rough condition. Um, I've moved with them several times. Um, I've read through a lot of them several times. I have, you may hear the, the kittens that we have that, were res that we rescued now. They may start mowing here in a minute. Uh, may not. Um, I have some of my paperback Hardy Boys books are even missing, completely missing the covers because they're you know they're that old and i've read them several times there's corners chipping off of them you know they're in rough shape so i've debated on whether debated on whether to put those actually in the library in the shop or just leave them out because they're in such rough shape and i don't want them to get worse however you know i'd like to share them with people because they that's something that really that i loved a lot when i was a kid this was this is my this is Hardy Boys number 13. It's the first thing I have have in the Case Files series. And it was uh, from 1988, I believe, is when it was printed. So, you know, that's pretty old. So it's uh, it's, it's, it's one of the better ones. It's in better shape than, than most of the other ones. But like I said, some of them 
that I have, I've read enough times and they've been, you know, like I said, they've been with me through moves and, and things like that, you know, been put in backpack when I was in school and they're just in rough shape. Um, this one is number 31, uh, without a trace. Uh, it's got no front cover and the back cover is on by one little tiny piece of cardboard left. It's about to fall off in a, you know, a read or two. It's from 1989, it looks like. It's, you know, I don't want them to get any worse, but I don't want them to be hidden from people either. So I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm debating on whether to put these in there. I may put the hardbacks in there because they're in relatively good shape. Um, I may just keep the, the um, soft cover books to myself. This is 56 from the regular Hardy Boys series, The Jungle Pyramid. It looks like it was printed in 1977. <laughs> so, and it's in, for the most part, great shape. The pages look really good. They're not really stained. You know, like I said, I, I try to take care of my books as best I can. I try to get the older version if I can. Um, I'm buying up those. Eventually, I'll, eventually, the goal is, with the books, is to find an alternate copy of all the books that I have and well you know as many as I can and put the alternate copy in the shop um, or possibly the better the better looking copy in the shop and keep the more worn copy for myself or you know if they're both in great shape then you know just put one random one in the shop you know put the, maybe the newer one in the shop and keep the the, my personal copy be the one that I bought first. You know, I don't. Well, that's a something we can. It's just semantics and details at that point. Anyways, that's my goal eventually is to have two copies: have a shop copy and a home copy. Because I want to have a home library, and I want to have the library at the shop. So that's the ultimate goal for the books, which is why I buy, you know, the books when I can. Um, Let's move on to movies. We've covered the books. Let's move on to movies. And I do have one other topic that's very exciting to talk about for me. Because I'm kind of getting back into it. Um, I have been on... I'm, I'm trying to watch through all my DVDs and Blu-rays again. And trying to replace what I can of my DVDs with Blu-rays. Because Blu-ray is much better. Um, I've learned. In, in recent times that Blu-ray is a much better quality and you can definitely tell the difference when you have a good Blu-ray player and a good you know blue uh, TV that can handle the, the Blu-ray quality um, so my goal was to get all of the Marvel movies on Blu-ray um, and rewatch them all in timeline order I made it through that um, I have one other one to get to have them all on Blu-ray. I have to get Captain Marvel. Not my least favorite, but my second least favorite of the Marvel movies. I just haven't bought it yet, for, you know, partially for that reason. And partially because I've been buying them used at McKay's used books and CDs and more or whatever their name is. And the, um, buying them used, I try to watch them again I want to say recently after I buy them, but that doesn't usually happen. For instance, I just watched uh, Django Unchained a couple weeks ago, and I've had that movie for over a year. Luckily, it was I got a I bought it for like three bucks at McKay's. You know, they're supposed to be used movies and books and so on and so forth, but every now and then you'll find a movie that's still sealed, and Django was still sealed, so I didn't really have a reason to think it wasn't good quality. So. Gotta get some of that high quality H2O. Um, where was I? Off track. Way to get off track. Make a stupid movie joke and you get off track. The podcast gods really are trying to hinder me on making this podcast this today for some reason. So I'm gonna nix cleaning since I'm pretty much done with everything other than the floors and picking up one or two little odds and ends. Um, and finish this episode before someone else tries to call me and interrupts the recording again.
and it's it's been useless calls. It's not even been worked this time. It's not been important. It's been useless calls that have just when I get a phone call since I'm recording on my phone, it just interrupts the recording and uh, I've been talking for probably the last 20 minutes thinking that I've been recording the whole time only to get this feeling all of a sudden that I needed to check my phone and realize that I got about 10 of the 20 minutes maybe. So <laughs> at least maybe I'll have my thoughts more on track and be able to give a better <laughs> better part of the episode than I was. I think the only big thing that I missed uh, getting recorded was my podcast goal that I paused the podcast for and mentioned to you guys that I want to stop saying um so much in my podcast. I want to get rid of that filler word. So that is a something I'm going to make a conscious effort to do because eventually as I'm saying it, I realized how much I'm saying it and it frustrates me and it, I realized that it may frustrate you guys. So let's get back to the actual podcast now that that rant and rambles out of the way. I recently watched uh, the Lord of the Rings movies or the Hobbit movies rather, the first two um, and was talking about how I'm going to do a actual Lord of the Rings podcast uh, once I finish the Hobbit series, which I have one more, and finish the Lord of the Rings series. And I'll explain why the Hobbit movies are not my favorites, even though I absolutely love and adore the Lord of the Rings movies and can pretty much quote them regularly uh, and point out... I'll explain, point out, you know, kind of how surprised some of my friends are um, about how well I know those those movies. The other thing that I got into, um, there goes another, um, sorry, now my wife has messaged me, so I'm messaging her back real quick. So, here we go. Now let's get back into it. Had, you know, you can't just leave the wife on red, so. The other thing that I kind of started talking about that I definitely cannot leave out of the episode because it's has to do somewhat with the shop and one of the main centers of the shop and has to do with the hobby I'm, I'm trying to jump back into as much as I can and want to jump back into and I will issue you an invite towards the end of this episode that has to do with this my I forgot to cancel my or postpone or pause or whatever they call it on YouTube Premium. My YouTube Premium it was paused for th two or three or four months or however long it'll let you pause it for and you know, pause your automatic billing for and so on and so forth. And I forgot to extend that pause, um, so I got charged for it for a month. So I've had it for about a month, getting close to a month, um, and been making as much use of it as I can, which I'll explain in a minute. Hang on. Can I get a cough? <coughs> Excuse me. What I like to use my YouTube Premium for more than anything, you know, it's nice not to have the ads and all that stuff, but more than anything, what I like to use it for really is I find the D&D YouTube channels, the ones that do what they call live plays. Of course, they're not live for me because I'm re-listening to them, you know, later. But I like to find the ones that do the live plays and start a series of their live plays. And with YouTube Premium, I can start playing the video on my phone, you know, with my headphones in, and I can lock my phone and put it in my pocket or whatever and keep listening away um, as I keep saying um all the time. As I work or clean or, you know, if I decide to work on a on a craft project or go through my computer or you know even if I want to play Minecraft or some mindless video game that I don't need to hear really hear sound for or whatever I can have that playing locked on my phone and it doesn't waste as much battery and it still plays when your phone's locked and so on and so forth so I've been listening to a ton of D&D &D games again lately which has really given me the D&D &D bug again because that's 
not only is it like nostalgia to me in a way because that's how I learned to play D&D which I need to do a whole D&D episode about I may do that next week about how I got kind of got started in D&D and, and where I've learned D&D from but YouTube is kind of where I've learned D&D and, and where most of my experience comes from because I've watched all these videos and I, wanna, I don't want to go into too much detail about it because I want to do a, an actual, an actual uh, episode about it and give some of my history and stuff like that. But listening to all these episodes again has really just given me the bug. I want to play so bad. I want to play as much as I can. I want to run some games. I've got a session planned out already that I, we were supposed to play with the, my home group, but we haven't played since our first session. We've had two people drop out of it and just have schedule, scheduling conflicts since then. So my home group hasn't played, which is I was supposed to run the next game for, which we did prep on the podcast for. Um, still haven't run that session that I prepped on the podcast. That's part of the part of what we'll get to in the in the invitation I'm going to put out here and here at the end of the episode. Um, my online group hasn't played in forever because everyone's gotten jobs changed and schedule changes and new jobs and, and so on and so forth. Our, our DM for our main game moved, so we started a secondary game, and a bunch of the people for it couldn't play at the times that other people could play, so we haven't had enough people to play, so on and so forth. Um, one of my buddies from that group and that campaign started another group um, that they've been playing regularly and they've just been doing what you call what they call one shots which is kind of a it's kind of a one it's a story and supposed to be in one one sitting in one session um, sometimes it can drag on to be longer than that and last you know two or three sessions but a one shot is intended to be a kind of a story kind of a situation that you can play through in one in one session if all goes well and planned and so on and so forth caught myself from saying at that time progress so i guess i'm just going to replace um with so anyways or anyways proceeding with the podcast said it again to get myself back on track because I got myself off track and rambling. Where was I? Stopped to catch myself from saying um and apparently lost all my faculties. D&D. Home group. Oh, the one shots. I was explaining the one shot. I explained the one shot and was talking about why I brought up one shots. The guy one of the guys from my online group started another group or joined another i think he started the group and they've been doing one shots and they're wanting to start a campaign and start a campaign that we started in the other online group but this group's been playing more regularly and he invited me to play in said campaign uh, when they do start it it hasn't started yet they got caught up in another one shot and they're going to finish it and then decide when they're going to start the campaign. So I may be joining another online group with that campaign and playing in that campaign. I'm trying to get, so I don't want to neglect any of my family. I don't want to take time away from me and my wife, or I want to take as little as possible away from me and my wife because we both work full-time jobs and she doesn't, I work like earlier in the day and she usually she doesn't get off sometimes till later on in the evening so we don't it's not like we get a ton of time to spend together you know on top of other life circumstances and situations so i try not to plan my D games over the top of you know the little bit of time that we have to spend together but obviously sometimes it happens so it's not like i'm trying to cram a D game in every day or every night but I am trying, I do want to get to the point where I can play more often and get more experience and get more playtime in because that's going to be a big part of my shop is going to be D&D and role-playing games and things like that. So I don't want to be in a position where I have very little experience and can't answer questions and 
you know, kind of direct people on what to do and, and kind of direct people on on what to buy or, or how to play games or, you know, if someone's someone's running a game in the shop and they need to ask a question and they, you know, they're all looking through the books and it's, you know, it's, say it's a new group and they don't have the answer, you know, if they come to the shopkeeper and ask them, hey, what do we do about such and such, you know, in D&D? Now, I'm, I don't expect to have all the answers, don't get me wrong, but I'd like to at least generally be able to answer their questions or point them in the right direction to get their questions answered and a lot of that comes through experience. On top of that, I want to be able to run my own games. I, you know, I want to be able to put games on this podcast. I want to be able to put games on my YouTube channel. So I need experience for all that. And you can't really play games without a group. So I'm working on trying to get a an actual group started again. I'm trying to get an actual second home group started since my other one's not doesn't seem to be working out right now. And play, you know, if nothing else, at least once a month you know that's what I told I put put the invite out on Facebook if you follow me on Facebook anywhere or, or Instagram or Twitter you'll you'll see that where I put out the invitation that I'm going to give you guys at the end of the podcast to try to start either a home group here locally or start even another online group that we can play try to play at least once a month if we can fit in more than that you know play every other week or every week or whatever that'll be great but I don't. I want to shoot for at least once a month starting out because that seems to be easier to say. Hey, we're gonna play on the whatever day of whatever third day of the third Wednesday of every month for now, kind of thing. It seems to work better that way. So that's in the works. Which, if I can get that going, especially if it's online, you know, I can record it and maybe be able to put those episodes on here as podcast episodes, which would be so cool. And like I said, I have my own world that I've started to develop and develop, been developing for a couple of years. It's, it's definitely not anywhere close to being ready to fully run a giant full-fledged campaign in or anything like that. But, you know, that's part of, what, it's part of the reason why I want to run a campaign in it. So the players in the game can kind of contribute to the world and to the setting and so on and so forth. Um, that's where the the one shot that I have planned out in the in the Crimson Wood will be set in Yggdrasil, which is my home, home brew world. Um, I've got some mechanics and stuff that I want to kind of do in my world that are special to my world and, and to the forest and, and things like that. That's uh, all something to be crammed, packed into one big D&D episode because that's a lot of information there to throw in a grab bag episode. Stiff neck. Um, Got myself, let myself think and ended up saying, um, failed. The ultimate goal is to get some more D&D games under my belt so I have some more D&D experience in both playing and running games. I have not run a game yet. You know, if I get to run this one shot that I prepped on the podcast, I that'll be my first game I run. If, you know, if that's the first game I run, if that's if that's the first game I run, it'll be the first game I run. If I don't end up getting a request or talking to people and, and they want something different, then that'll be probably the first session I run. So kind of what I've learned kind of to do from other groups and kind of what I want to do when I get a group together is do what what's in the D&D community is called a session zero. And it's kind of where you get with your players and talk about their characters and especially if they're new players kind of maybe help them roll the characters and things like that and you kind of talk about what maybe the players want to see in a story and what the players you know don't want to see in a story or what hard nose are and what themes and and situations should be should be shied away from and what themes and situations should not be included in the story because it makes people uncomfortable so on and so forth Session zero is kind of the kind of the place to 
get out in the open to say like, hey, I have this giant phobia of spiders, so can we not do spiders in the episode, you know, in this one shot or in this campaign and avoid having my phobia possibly act up, things like that, you know, or, you know, if you have, if you're playing with religious people and they want to avoid something to do, you know, something, an uncomfortable situation in that has to do with their religion or whatever, you know, kind of, that's the place to get all that kind of stuff out. You know, if you don't want to deal with, say racism, you don't want to put race, somebody just cannot deal with racism. It just, it triggers them so much that they just can't handle seeing, hearing, talking about it, whatever. That's the place to get that kind of stuff out is in session zero. That way you don't get in the middle of a session or a game or a campaign. You know, you're not in 20 games into a campaign and you've been playing this campaign for a year and some theme comes up that's, you know, that someone can't handle and they just drop out of the game and, and, and it hurts, you know, the continuation of the campaign and the continuation of the story because you lost a player because something wasn't touched on in session zero and gotten out of the way. I just, I want to play so much more. I'm tired of putting it off. I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of, of having to say no to games. I'm tired of scheduling conflicts getting in the way. I'm tired of saying that I love to play D&D and then not actually playing D&D. It's definitely a serious hobby of mine. It's a passion of mine. I I feel super inadequate in it because I've, you know, I've played for a few years and haven't I don't feel like I know enough or have enough experience to claim <clears throat> that I've played as long as I have. Because <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> Get that out of my throat. Because the experience that I do have is as I was mentioning earlier is mostly from YouTube and watching videos on YouTube which is not a problem you know that's not it's not like you can't play because of that you know if that's all you know or if you don't have any experience at all it's just I had hoped after two years of playing the actually you know being involved and trying to play D&D that I would have more experience and more knowledge than what I have now like I said, it's not a deal breaker or anything like that. It's not like I'm being cut out of all games because, you know, I don't have experience and so on and so forth. It, you know, you don't have to have experience to play D&D. I just, I would like to so I can be more comfortable playing and more comfortable running games and things like that. I very much want to have a long-running campaign like I said in my own world and I very much want to put those those sessions on either this podcast or on my YouTube channel that way people can watch them as I said before because like I said that that's how I learned to play D&D that's how I learned what I know about D&D that's how I got so excited about D&D was watching how-to videos and listening to other people play and just seeing the like the imagination of people work and seeing just the things that you could do with D&D. Like, I'm a super fan of audiobooks. So to me, watching someone play D&D on YouTube, or, or rather listening to them play D&D on YouTube, is a lot like, it's a lot like listening to an audiobook in a way. You know, obviously it's not as planned out. It's not as, you know, not everyone's a voice actor and so on and so forth and not... You know, it definitely gets goofy at times, which is a good thing. But in a lot of aspects, listening to the story of, of you know, four players in a DM play is a lot like listening to an audiobook. And when I can listen, I love to read, but when I can listen to an audiobook, I can picture what's going on in my mind a lot more. I can picture in my head the scenery and the characters and their actions and things like that a whole lot more than I can when I'm actually reading, which is why I love audiobooks so much. But that's why I love listening to these live plays on YouTube because, you know, I can sit and do some kind of mindless task or whatever and 
lose myself and immerse myself in the story of these players and this dungeon master and in their quest and in their story and it makes whatever mindless task I'm doing go by much faster and I love that I love the fact that I can lose myself in those stories and I want to be able to offer that to all of you as well you know I'm I still refer to myself as a new player, or in, I'm definitely a new dungeon master, but I still refer my, to myself as a new player because I I don't feel like I have enough experience not to, not to seem like a new player. So new players are always welcome. I want this, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to do when my concentration was going to be on a YouTube channel is making a... D&D channel, but for more geared towards new players and more geared towards seeing the advancement of someone who's new. You know, when I started, when I made my first character creation video that I don't think I ever published because it was that bad, was I think I had been playing for like maybe six months to a year. And I want, the whole goal was to show like the progression and show kind of the tips and tricks on what I learned and how I learned and the mistakes I made in learning and, and all of that. And to sh- just to show in general, like my journey through learning D and D and through learning how to play and learning the rules and learning how to role play and all that. And it was meant to be like a, kind of a how-to channel in a way with you know still have I still wanted to do the live plays even back then but it was meant to be like a like a how-to channel kind of to teach D&D but to teach D&D from a beginner's perspective versus a veteran that's been playing for years that you know can role play as if they had a you know a million different personas inside of them and and you know I'm not a voice actor you know I can do a few voices but I'm not a voice actor so you know someone that has developed voices because for characters and learned the ins and outs of how to stay in character and things like that I feel like it in a way you know it may be more difficult in some ways to learn from a new person but I feel like in a way, especially with something like this, is a new person may not forget. A veteran may forget sometimes that they're speaking to new players and it, some of the things they say may go away over their head. But if you're watching someone learn as you're learning, then you know it can be easier to, for me, it's easier to learn that way sometimes on certain things. So. Ramble, 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 ramble about D&D. I can, ramble on and on and on and on for hours about D&D. But we'll save some of that for the actual D&D podcast. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today on this one because I've rambled long enough and this is supposed to be a grab bag episode and there's the grab bag episodes it's The grab bag episodes are supposed to be a little bit shorter than everything else, but I think we've gone close to normal time now. So, before we actually sign off, I did say that I was going to extend an invitation to everyone, and that's what we're going to do before we sign off. As I said before, I would very much like to start a gaming group. As part of this, as part of this, this all of this gaming will will. I view it as taking steps towards the shop and taking steps towards this end goal. So I view it as a tool to progress my dreams. So that's why I really, really, really want to do this and really want to get something going with a group and get something where I can do this you know, somewhat regularly and hopefully at some point be able to record the episodes and post them and stuff. That's why I, I'm putting out this invitation to anybody and everybody really because I'm trying to find a group that works with me and works with everyone else where we can play at least somewhat regularly now if you follow me on facebook or instagram or twitter as i said before you've seen the post where i'm asking for players 
feel free to respond if you would like to play because I'm I'm desperately trying to get a group going um, new players are welcome someone who doesn't know anything about D&D is welcome you know we can help you we can help you get dice you can get dice for cheap you can use a dice roller on your phone they're free or if you want to use physical dice you can go down to Walmart right now and I think it's like 10 or 12 bucks and you can buy a set of three or four three or four dice sets in one package you know or you can google what your local gaming store is and go there and they're usually relatively cheap you know you can get a you can get a cheap set of dice for anywhere from like eight to ten dollars usually and you know like i said if you need to use a dice roller you can use a dice roller there's free dice rollers on just about any operating system that that you can have as far as i as far as i'm aware so that shouldn't stop you you know I'm more than willing to help you make a character, even if you're not going to play in my game. You just want help and inspiration to make a character, you know, contact me. I'm more than willing to be involved in that. The goal is to get at least four players and a DM. And I can be a player or a DM. You know, eventually I would like to play in games as well. Again, um, but as I'm trying to start this group, I would say that I, I would end up starting out to be the DM unless I get in contact with someone who, you know, wants to DM and is experienced in it and would like to do it, then, you know, I may defer to them for a while. All of that being said, I just, at this point, what my main concern is finding players. I need players. We need players. I have two people that I know that are willing to play that you know one one could be local but one has to be in, has to play online because they're in a different state so you know i have two people i could run a game with two people really it might be difficult but you know it can be done but i'd rather have at least two more people so if you're interested in learning D&D or you want to try it even if you want to try it you know don't be afraid to do it because you're afraid you don't like you won't like it if you want to use your imagination, if you like fantasy, then just give it a shot. Because if you play D&D and don't like it, all you have to do is be like, hey, this is not really for me. Because it's not for everybody. It's really not. It's not going to hurt my feelings, at least, for you to give it a shot and not really like it. I hope I can make you enjoy it. I hope you do like it. I hope I can get you involved in this hobby. But if not, you know, it's it's not it's not a big deal. It's... Like I said, it's not for everybody. I wasn't sure if I would enjoy it when I first got started in it. And now look at me, I love it. So give it a shot. Let me know if you want to play. I am extending, I set all that to extend an invitation to you to play in a game. So you want to play? Heck, if you're a DM and your group's not working out and you want to run a game, let me know. We'll facilitate it. I would very much like to play D&D with all of you. So if it's something you're interested in, let me know. You can leave me a voice comment on Anchor, as I you know as I say every time. And here in just a moment, you'll get um, given a bunch of ums, and you'll be also be given the names and titles of our social media pages. Yeah, I say we <laughs> we have Facebook, Instagram. Mine went blanks. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter so far. I have a Discord, but I haven't added that to the list yet because I don't really use it that often. But it may be something we consider if we can get games going. You'll hear all of the titles and names for that and how to find them. And, you know, you can look up my name on Facebook and you should be able to find stuff. Quad, You can look up Quad D20 on Facebook and you can find it. You know, just Google Dimension 119 and you can pretty much find everything that's connected with it except quad d20 you gotta you gotta look for quad d20 because it's separate all of that being said and all of that out of the way i will say one final time i would very much like to play DD with everyone so if you want to play DD, if you're interested if you just want to give it a shot even if, it, even if you give it one shot and don't like it, as I said before, that's perfectly fine. I am more than happy to show you that you don't like D&D, if that makes sense. I know that sounds crazy, but I hope that if you come into it thinking you don't like it, you, you won't like it, but give it a shot anyways, that I can show you that it's great fun and it's a lot of 
fun. It's great fun, and it's a lot of fun. It's great fun, and it's it brings camaraderie. It's it's super funny at times. It's super serious at times. It gets your heart pounding, and just something that I think most people with a good imagination and an active imagination would enjoy. So let's give it a shot. Let me know if you want to play. Hit me up on any of those social media pages. Leave me a voice message on Anchor, um, and maybe you'll get featured on the podcast. Just let me know if you want to play. We'll get we'll get a game started. That's kind of the goal, you know. If you if any of this shop stuff excites you and it's something that you're interested in and want to be involved in and be a part of, then this is another good. This is a free way to do that because you know you won't. Unless you want to go buy dice and buy all the books, you won't really have to buy much um, because we can, you know, Google Hangouts is free. We can use stuff like that, you know, you know that all that can be facilitated easily. So you're you're having a free and easy and clear way to be involved in getting me ready to open this shop, and I would very much appreciate that involvement. I wish you all a fantastic a fantastic day, a great evening. A great evening, a great night, a great morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast. I hope it goes well for you. I hope it goes fantastic for you. I hope you have lots of luck today, tonight, tomorrow, whatever. I will see you in another dimension. Guess who? Check us out on social media. We got Quad D20 on Facebook. We got we got a, that uh, Snapchat thing at Quadman920. Um, what else we got? We got Twitter at Quad D20 underscore. Hmm, find us on there. Be posting stuff sometimes. Some good stuff. Hmm. And we got an Instagram page. Hmm, dimension underscore 119 got a few pictures on there it's gonna be some good fun there for you just check us out Mm -hmm. regular posts coming soon